0: This podcast is also brought to you by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is so easy to use. It's simple, it's fast, it's effective. It's the easiest way to distribute your podcast to every major platform and in the quickest way. I've gone through other websites to host podcasts and it's a pain in the butt. Anchor does it for you. Join Anchor.fm and do your podcast the right way. And if you're looking to start a podcast, contact one of us at ATV Sports, as we're looking for podcasters for nearly every professional sports team right now. If you think you'd be a good fit, you can also apply at our website, www.atbsports.net. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. <laughs> So, we all know it's been Browns training camp season, and there's a lot of stuff to cover with that. I've been, uh, I've been covering more of the Indians lately. Um, I'm not gonna apologize because I love the Indians, but I know you guys are wanting to hear another Browns episode. So, we're gonna start out with Jason's first uh, topic he wanted to talk about, which uh, who's gonna make the 53-man roster. You want to go first with some of yours? Right. I'll, I'll All right, I'll later. keep talking then. First up, uh, of the, you know, people I think might make the 53-man roster that aren't for sure. is um, Damon Shahi Giuseppe. I might have messed up that name. Um, you know, he has an awesome story. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard it, it's... Uh, he moved to Florida, was um, homeless living outside his gym, he'd wake up, work out, take a nap, work out and sleep and do it all over again and the Browns were down working people out in Florida and he heard from someone that uh, Hightower, Alonzo Hightower was going to be down there, Uh, probably working out guys from the U because that's the only people they know how to draft and uh, he looked up a picture of Hightower on Google figured out what he looked like and when he saw him walking by he went up and introduced himself and said you know thanks for having me to this workout Damon was not invited to the workout so he lied his way onto the practice to the practice field they saw him returning some kicks and running some routes and they invited him back to OTAs and he's still there fighting and on top of all that Odell and Jarvis in their interview the other day on NFL Network their number one guy to watch out for in the wide receiver room was Damon, saying kid works harder than anybody they know. So, I, I out of everyone on the team, I, I sure hope he makes the team the most. That's just an incredible story. But, Jason, who do you think? Who, who's someone you want to see on the team?
1: I was uh watching. I was been take or just watching Derek Willis. He's a uh, really. Uh, Spreading himself from the the guys that are like right with him in the same spot like your guy the lower tier wide receiver. yeah the lower tier but nice catch the other day and uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where was that at was that the was that the stadium or was that at Berea yeah but Berea yeah, yeah it was a nice catch one hander yeah his, his uh, opposite arm his his jersey was down to about his elbow because Cornerback was pulling them back, <laughs> but it was a hell of a catch. But yeah, uh, let's see what's the other one, uh, Drew Forbes, Project X, Sports Illustrated. Yeah, um, they didn't I don't move know many lin- hard, how many lin- which- linemen they we usually keep about nine, maybe if that,
0: fine. Nine and then maybe three or four on the practice squad. Yeah,
1: so five. Hopefully, you know if he if he doesn't make, you can get a practice squad. Is he he's a rookie, right? Yeah, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah, so he's he's still got a lot of
0: problem. Is the Browns brought in like four free agent linemen that hurts him? But competition's good. <laughs> yeah, Jason's giving a thumbs up to his ice machine so he can have some cold beer later. <laughs> cheap, cheap. Uh, I, another one for me that I want to see make the team is, uh, Brian finding Ganafo. I've talked about him enough. He's another rookie lineman. They moved him over to right tackle in the depth chart. Him and Drew Forbes are cr- crazy athletic. I just, I, you know, after Greg Robinson and Chris Hubbard are most likely gone this year I'd like to see those two take over the tackle spots I don't know how likely that is but something I thought interesting was the 53 man I mean the unofficial depth chart had Anthony Stubbs as the second string Sam linebacker and I was really confused until I realized that Avery and Adarius Taylor were hurt Mm. but you know I think Greg Joseph is definitely the kicker that's going to make it um I thought he was okay last year. People were crucifying him because he's not Phil Dawson. He did fine. Um, And I know he's going to make the team, but Dontrell Hilliard, the dude's big. Freddie Kitchens let him throw a pass 40 yards down the field before he ever got his first carry in the NFL. So he trusts him. And Nick and Dontrell Hilliard are going to carry that backfield. I think Duke Johnson might be the most overhyped Cleveland sports player in the history of time. Uh, he's a fine running back. Probably wouldn't play on most teams his first three years. He, I mean, he's a third-string running back, if that. Um,
1: yeah, I like I like Hilliard. Um, I, <clears throat> until I was watching a little bit, behind backing the Browns or whatever, building the Browns, I'm sorry forgot he was like a decent out of the backfield catcher um he's punt was he a punt or a kick return
0: he's i think he's the second string returner. yeah
1: he's he's got he's he does a lot of stuff he's probably on the punt deep or punt team too but uh what the hell is that (laughs) but yeah anyway yeah uh Plus, he's got a cool number anyway, 25, you know. That's a good number. <laughs> shut
0: up. <sighs> Jason, reliving his glory days. <clears throat> uh, Basketball with the shorts so short. Oh, uh, shut up. I'll stop there. Uh, Everybody wants to wear their shorts like I did back in the 80s, whatever. You just made fun of me the other day. I know. Well, I see on your paper you also have Jamie Gillian and uh, A.J. Olede. Jamie uh,
1: Gillian, he's just. A- Cool because he's <laughs> what is he, Australian No, he's uh, Scottish. Scottish. He's uh, yeah. Is he a yeah. Is he a soccer? Was he rugby or soccer? Rugby. But thing seen, with him
0: is he can kick and
1: punt. Yeah.
0: Two birds with one stone. But uh, I've
1: seen that. Is it Colquitt has that EA? Guess your ratings on Madden. What was his rating? He, Gillen asked Colquitt his. So he was Colquitt. He guessed under every time, so he made it look good. But he got uh, what was the one he asked about? Uh, uh, strength or uh, tackle was like seventeen or something like that. For Colquitt, <laughs> yeah. Gillen looks like he could rock someone if he wanted to. Well, Colqu- Colquitt was talking about his thunder thighs. He's got some big old. The, he's got some big old legs. The
0: problem with Gillen, I really like him and he's an awesome story, but God. Brayton Colquitt's one of the best punters in the NFL. So yes,
1: he is. He's very good.
0: It sucks. I'd really like to see Gillen have a practice squad spot, but why the hell would you hold a punter on your practice squad? Right. That's a waste of one of the thirteen spots. But, but he's uh,
1: where's uh, did Gillen even go to college or is he?
0: Yeah. Um, so he, Arkansas State or? So he Arkansas has to play football. Tech?
1: Okay, I don't know much about. Yeah,
0: it. he the Browns actually. Back when he decided he wanted to try out for the NFL, the Browns sent him a bag of balls because he kicked a ball so hard that it popped. Oh. So the Browns heard okay. it and sent him a bag of footballs. I heard about that one. Made in Adel, Ohio, no, no i Ohio. Mean, yeah. 40 minutes from the home base of the Lake Effect. That's Fest. true. Um, but that's kind of... And then you have A.J. Olede. I might be pronouncing that wrong. He's a Mac guy. He's... He's a good running back. Um, PFF rated him high. PFF had a couple Ohio University players rated pretty high, but uh, you know, for him to make a spot, you'd have to hope he'd have to hope Orson Charles went down with an injury or something like that, which you never want. But anyway, you ready to move on to the surprises of the mini camp so far? Yeah. But. The biggest surprise for me so far, and Jake Burns kind of alluded to it during the OTAs, is Jermaine Whitehead. I follow the Browns um, like it's my religion. I don't, for the life of me, cannot recall hearing about them picking up Jermaine Whitehead. I didn't hear they had Jermaine Whitehead until Jake Burns tweeted a picture of Jermaine Whitehead on the field. And you can ask Jason. I don't let let much go by me with roster signings. No, he doesn't. I just cannot remember them picking him up. And, you know, what, my dad's always been a Rodgers fan, so I've watched plenty of Green Bay games. He's a good player. I'm a Browns fan, but I. Uh, I said you're a Rodgers fan. I know. He had him on his fantasy team. You guys yeah. know how it is with fantasy. <clears throat> but, you know, we. NFC team, 4 o'clock game. We'd watch the Packers mm-hmm. back when he had him on his team. And. You know, I've used Jermaine Whitehead and Madden a few times. He's a good just hybrid guy to put in there in your nickel scheme, but um, no, he's been great. Right now, he's the second. Right now, he's the second string behind Morgan Burnett. You know, in a game where there's going to be a lot of passing, um, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Maybe in Arizona teams like that, we play a lot of run-heavy teams this year. You know, Titans, Seahawks, Steelers ravens patriots mm-hmm. um the bills but i would say he should start in there over morgan burnett when we're going to be dealing with a quarterback that can let it rip because burnett's more of a box safety kind of guy but right yeah jermaine whitehead do you have any surprises of the mini so uh, far? greg robinson he's been playing good
1: He's a, going up against Miles Garrett too. Right. I mean, look at that. Te- yeah, that defensive line,
0: which we'll get to right after this. Yeah.
1: Which is yeah. But Greg, he's he's solid. Um, it looks like
0: he's lost weight. I can't really tell. Huh?
1: I'm not sure about his weight, but yeah, it's good to have a a good left tackle. You know. Yeah. Because you always that's
0: what teams revolve around. Yeah, especially offensive line. Right, right. And my other surprise for the rookie camp is Mac Wilson. Um, when he was drafted, I'm not going to lie, I thought we could have got a better uh, player at the time, maybe a defensive lineman. But watching Mac in college, I knew he had a chance to be a good coverage linebacker. I'm still not very hot on him as a, a run stopping linebacker. But the league's changing, so you don't need a bunch of Ray Lewis. Size Brian Erlacher side of his running back linebackers taking out the running back of the line, mm-hmm. but Mac Wilson's been great. He made that catch the other day. I don't know if you saw it, Dad, but no, I didn't see it. He was he was um, sliding to his left. Red Baker's eyes go back to the right. Oh, yeah, Guy I was didn't doing hear about it. it.
1: You told me about it. yep. It
0: is. I mean he's been impressive, but. We're gonna move on to the defensive expectations. I think this is Jason's favorite category because he likes he all of his jerseys are linebackers or defensive linemen that he owns. So, right. What are your expectations for the defense, or what's a good?
1: I, I'm expecting them to be top ten at least in defense, Sure. just because of the the depth and the the line, the D and the tackles, and then we we. We got Kirksey and Showbert, and then totally. what, who's hurt right now? Um, Avery. Avery. Taki-taki. Taki-taki. We got Ray-Ray. And I'm trying to remember him because he was his first year last year, right? Or was with it Ray-Ray?
0: Yeah. He was our, it was his first year with us. He played yeah. for the Jets. Okay. Well, that's why He's I never He's the guy with him. the long hair that filled <laughs> in for Showbert.
1: Right. Well, he played for the Jets, so whoever. Yeah. You know. But anyway... uh Thank you played for the Jets. And then, you know, we got we got some uh, veterans back here in, in the defensive back defensive backs. Along with one of the best corners in the world, Denzel.
0: Yeah.
1: The warden. And, the, and then we got Greedy is gonna learn from some some good, good corners. Yeah. Terrence. And a good coach, Steve Wilk. Yeah. And then you got Randall and Burnett, they're Eric Murray, they're all they're good bets. I'm I'm sure they're helping them out. Oh yeah, they've all been on winning teams. That's important. T.J. Carey, he's the one that got he was the one holding Willie's the whole way in for his
0: one hander. But he's also the one that about (laughs) freaking gave he was mugging Julio Jones the whole game. That's fine. That's what I mean. But
1: yeah, um, other than that. What do you think about what they're going to be in?
0: I area? call me crazy, but I think there's a good chance they might be able to break the Monsters of the Midway's sack record. Wow! Because you know, I don't think it's crazy to say Garrett will have 20 sacks. He's never had a defense. He's never had a defense this good around what him. What
1: is the record anyway?
0: 72 what? in 1984 by the Monsters of Midway. They also had 70 sacks in '87. You know, if Garrett has twenty, Vernon has fifteen because Vernon's been on the right side of. The, he's been going against some of the. He's been going against three Hall of Fame left tackles his entire career. Now he's going up against Bobby Hart. I can't even think. I don't know who the Steelers' new right tackle is. They traded uh, Marcus Gilbert, and then the Ravens' right tackle is Zeus Junior. He can't keep up with Vernon. I don't, I mean... What about, uh... They don't have the old ex-Ranger playing for the Steelers? I thought he was a he's left, left tackle. tackle. Yeah. Vernon's going against the right tackles now, though. Oh, I thought you were talking... Never mind. Oh, Garrett? Yeah. Villanueva okay. can't hold Garrett. I mean, God. Bless... Bless Villanueva for what he did, but he's about to get his shit rocked by Garrett all year <laughs> long, going one-on-one. Are you kidding me?
1: Thanks for your service, but you're going <laughs> to get shit rocked.
0: Yeah. And then... You know, if Sheldon and Larry can combine for 14 sacks somehow, that's. Jason, you do the math. That's 49, 49 sacks. 49. Okay, so then you add in 72 minus 49. What is that? 23. 23. I'm not going to try to do quick math on the I know. show. So that leaves 23 sacks. Defensive
1: basket about. Six maybe together with the safeties and the corners.
0: Yeah, and then linebackers. We linebackers, have linebackers. You're gonna have. We've got three linebackers that were ex defensive ends in college. All you need's seventeen out of that. Seventeen out of that. And that's tight. Well, listen, that's seventeen from linebackers and you know Anthony Zettel, Carl mm-hmm. Davis, Chris Smith. Yeah. Um, it's not crazy. Garrett's got to get twenty. If Vernon gets 15, which is not unrealistic at all. He's been flirting with 12 his entire career while playing only, like, 12, 13 games against Hall of Fame left tackles. And then, Sheldon and Larry going for 14 is not unreal at all. Larry's never Together. been healthy.
1: Together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't it last year, um, Garrett got, like, two in the same series Yeah, last year? That's He just freaking goes... And if, and if our defensive backs are playing good, they get more time. That's when, that's when Garrett gets his sacks. They're always on the comeback after he. Well, he was always going against the, the good tackles then. And they were sliding. I That's how he was getting them last year. He was getting them on the defensive backs, playing good defense, and the quarterback not seeing anything, and then. Garrett was coming back down off the second move on the on the tackles.
0: Yeah, I and this you know, you got a couple defensive backs that you can put on an island. Um, I'd say Denzel, Terrence, and Greedy. I'm all I'm fine with putting them on an island. Right. You got Demarius Randall as a center fielder. Eric Murray is a good coverage guy. Jermaine Whitehead's a good coverage guy. And then Joe Schobert's the best coverage linebacker outside of Bobby Wagner, who might just be the best linebacker in the history of the NFL, maybe the <laughs> most unspoken guy ever. Right. Um, and that's going to create time for the defensive line to just go nuts. And I'll say this. If the defensive line doesn't, if the defense can't get the 72 sack mark, I'm going to say it's because there's a lot of throwaways or interceptions. Right.
1: If you go against some good quarterbacks, which we are, like Brady, and you're never going to get to Brady. He gets rid of the ball so fast. But, like, um, what's some of our first? Russell Wilson. Uh, Titans. Jerry Gollum. Titans first. We heard, we heard him
0: the last time we played him. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, Taylor, Taylor I, Lewan I don't know how to pronounce his last Leewon. name ever. Dude's a great left tackle. He's yes, kind of a jackass. Is. But uh, he's, so he's out. He's so out. He's from here. Is he from Michigan University? Yes, sir. Uh-oh.
1: Um, he might have been the one who broke Bobby Carpenter's leg. I to, no. Jason he's knows more old. about
0: he hates Michigan with a passion. <laughs> no, I don't. I have a lot of respect for him. But All okay, right, he's more of an Ohio State fan than me. I'll put it that way. I'm a big Ohio State fan. Yeah, I'm just. Julia has the waffle cone. She couldn't hold off. How's Reagan, the waffle cooking? Reagan said I could have it, but that's all right. Go ahead. How is it? Good. Chocolatey. <laughs> well, we're busting our butts to do a podcast, she's eating she's ice cream. She's eating ice cream. Wow. Well, my defensive expectations is to tie or break the Monsters of Midway of 84's um, record, and Jason's is a top ten at least. Yeah, I like it. i Being don't. the top
1: ten in defense. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's, I think that's definitely doable. I think it could have been doable last year with the things we had, but Greg Williams is an awful coach—just one of the worst defensive coaches I've <laughs> ever seen. Let's put the bet one of the most athletic box safeties in the NFL forty yards back. Well, yeah. be
1: wrong for the rest of my life. Um, well, back to the defense real fast. Okay. We're going to go against Titans, Jets. Too young. Too young quarterbacks yet.
0: And then... Don't tell Chris... Don't tell Colin Cowherd that. Sam Darnold is still elite. Baker's just okay. Third game, we got we No, fourth game. I'm sorry.
1: We got the Rams in the third game. That'll, that'll be that'll be tough, but we'll see what's going to happen. But the Ravens, the fourth game. It's going
0: to be hard to get sacks on them. They don't throw. It's going to be hard to get sacks Unless, on them, but we're going to see how good he is. This is a stupid question. Or how bad he is. Because you don't see it very often. You do the triple option in the NFL, and you get tackled behind the line of scrimmage. The quarterback is out sack or a tackle for loss. <laughs> Look at the 49ers. 49ers,
1: Seahawks, Patriots.
0: Jimmy G will still be recovering from a knee. so if he's back. All right. Seahawks have a terrible offensive line. Patriots are good, but Tom Brady's more sackable now than ever. Broncos have a bad offensive line. Bills have a bad offensive line. They're going to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins have a great team. Yeah. Back to me. Dolphins, Bengals, and Cardinals, you need to ra- you need you need to rack up sacks right there. Garrett's gotta have fifteen sacks between both Bengals, Cardinals, and <laughs> Dolphins game, but the problem is he probably won't play week seventeen against the Bengals. Depending on where we're at, yeah. I don't see him playing. But uh yeah, that's. There's a lot of games where the defensive line probably won't do so hot, and there's a lot of games where they might eat. Um, we're before we go into the offensive line. Jason wants to talk about that. Grant, Grant over at Cleveland Surge, go give that a follow if you haven't. Um, he just sent in a listener question. Thank you, Grant. He's also part of Browns Access, so we're a team over there and. Excited to get that started Thursday. Uh, he said, "Thoughts on Duke Johnson and if you want him gone or not." I well, you might have already made it evident with how I talked about Duke earlier. I want the bastard gone. <laughs> it's just too much drama. I don't want it. I want. I just don't want locker room drama like that. People, you know, said, "How is how is Freddie going to handle Baker and OBJ?" Well, they don't—they don't bring drama. They just say it out how they feel. Duke's dragging this on like he's Zeke Elliott. If you're—if you're, if you're Zeke Elliott, you can hold out, or you can request a trade. If you're Duke Freaking Johnson, be lucky to be getting five million dollars a year. That's pretty insane for someone of your stature. He's just
1: too—he's too much of a one back. Like, yeah. a, he's in—he's a, a third down back. Yeah. And you see him when he—when he runs in between the he can't run between the tackles. No, it's,
0: it's, he's too... He, he, he's supposed to run between the tackles, and he bounces it outside, and sometimes a, it's good.
1: He's the size. He should be a punt or a kick returner, and he's never done that for us. But again. he did not have blazing speed, which doesn't help. Him. I know, but he, I don't know what it is about him. It's, I mean, I try to give him a chance because he's... It's cool to yell
0: Duke whenever he's out there. Yeah. You know? I mean, if I'm not saying Duke Johnson's not playable. If they utilize him well, he can help us win a few games. He's got to accept the rule. Yeah, that's the
1: problem. You're He's not accepting it. I think that's what's but
0: like. So, you know more about him than I do. If you can trade Duke for a reasonable, if you can trade Duke for a third round pick, fourth round pick, I wouldn't even hesitate. You can find a running back in the seventh round that can work for you. All right. What do you think about him?
1: Like I said you'd probably know more about him than I do. I just, I just think he's third down back, and yeah. he's not a running back. He's I just, third him back.
0: I know. I just don't want. I just <clears throat> don't want the stupid drama. Right. You got already have expectations floating around their heads, and you know. Well,
1: I can lead into that if you want me to. Yeah. I mean, when Kareem Hunt comes back, Chubbs already talked about. The impact that him and Kareem are going to make together. That's that's going to be pretty awesome to watch. How I awesome
0: think? is it, though, for a you know, 33rd overall pick in the NFL draft to say, yeah, bring in one of the best running backs in the NFL to help me out and accept that role. But right. Duke Johnson can't accept the role. Well, I just
1: watched something Freddie was talking about, Nick Chubb, saying if you don't watch somebody work hard, Nick Chubb is the guy – come watch he's all about work he's not much of a talker but he likes to work hard. he's a hard worker he likes to get in there practice hard and that's you know when you practice hard you play hard so
0: it reminds me a lot of jose ramirez jose you know you got baker who's like you know frankie he's fun keeps the team <laughs> loose i just we were, me and julia were watching the beginning of the game yesterday and Andre Knott was trying to talk, and Frankie comes out, gives him a chest bump, and looks at the camera and says, don't listen to that guy. And gives him a <laughs> wink. And then you have Jose just walk right by him with his fat dip in his lip and his little goat Slager. strut. And that's just kind of Nick Chubb. They just don't talk. You, you know, but Nick Chubb's one of the most talented people on that roster. Mm-hmm. Him and OBJ might be the two most talented players. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, I mean, what do you think? I think Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, healthy, might be the best running back tandem yes. ever on paper.
1: I mean, what Kareem Hunt can do on the field. He's ripped it's us incredible. apart yeah. last year. he's ripped a lot
0: of people apart. What do you have, three touchdowns? I Two rushing and a receiving or something? He's tough. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's Duke Johnson, but. He can run, too. Yeah, uh, and that's not even comparable. Duke Johnson's.
1: And I hope they they actually get along when he comes when he comes back. Cream and Duke
0: or Kareem and Nick?
1: Kareem and Chubb. They'd probably they probably get along if he sharing, sharing a running rule, but I mean running backs gotta know by now. Yeah. It takes a toll on your body. Yeah, I Nick's mean, Nick's probably
0: you know, by week nine he's gonna be feeling like hell. He needs to get a thousand of this year. I want him to get a thousand. I there's a I think there's a good chance he might go. 1,000 rushing and receiving just because all the dump-downs he's going to get. All those defensive backs are going to go with Jarvis and Njoku and right. OBJ. That's a lot of openings there. You know. Um, but when, when Kareem's back, if you have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, OBJ, Jarvis, and Njoku as your skill players out there at the same time, who the hell is going to stop that? I can't think of a defense right now that could stop that. A lot of preparation for us. That's good.
1: Um, that's all I have on that. What? Do you, what else you got?
0: I kind of want to talk about the. Uh, since the quality of this is probably not very good, sorry if it isn't. We had to record this from my phone because there's something's going on with my laptop right now. But what? I just kind of want to end with the the games that we'd like to go to and why. And just kind of right. talk
1: about. Um, Seahawks. Let's we'll start with the beginning. Titans nine eight. I mean, it's still warm out Trust <laughs> in Ohio. It's, uh, it's Ohio, so Titans you're gonna. To, uh, that's a quality team right there. You can go watch and or tailgate whatever you want to do. You know what I well, mean. With the
0: Titans, also think of how electric the city's gonna be with OBJ wearing that jersey for the first time that it matters. Right. They're gonna get those color rushes on. Mm-hmm. Maybe go all all orange would be sweet as hell for game one. Is that a night game or is that a? It's a d- one o'clock game. Okay, I didn't even write that. The Rams that down. is an eight o'clock game, Sunday night. That's a Sunday night
1: game. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, and then Rams.
1: That'd be that's that's a a good offense coming to town, and. Uh, it would be a lot of Freddie Kitchen, Sean McVay comparisons. Right. And then it's a Sunday night game, too. We haven't had too many Sunday night games or Monday night games or Thursday night games. The Jets are Monday night game. Yeah. Or Thursday one, too. I think it's Monday. Seems like we always play good at night, though.
0: Yeah. Lately. As of late.
1: Yeah. And this because we can go to either Cincinnati or Cleveland... Either Bengals game. Watch them just
0: run one up on them? Yeah. That's always fun.
1: Let the dogs out down in Cincinnati? Hell yeah. And, uh... That was the only ones I was looking at, actually. I just... Uh... I just enjoy going out my Uncle Kirk's watching games. (laughs) Because it's... It turns into a good time. Chandler's been out there a couple times... It's uh, me, my uncle, my net, my cousin, and a couple good friends, and most of the times it's uh, DraftKings and watching beer. Browns and beer and watching all both games. But if we watch the one o'clock and the four o'clock game, it's not very good. But <laughs> hard time getting home. Mm hmm. I. Uh, That's why those late games are going to suck this year. But
0: it's awesome. Oh yeah. I like. Uh, I'd like to watch Steelers at Browns Week 11. <clears throat> that's gonna be. that be. That's it. make or break time for the Browns because they got a hard beginning of the schedule. You know they're sitting around 500 or a few games below or under. I mean, it might above. mean
1: something then too. It's gonna mean.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be do or die time. You know, uh, and Mike Tomlin just—I don't know if you saw the interview. They asked, "What do you think of OBJ being in Cleveland?" He did the he did the yawn. Oh. So of course he did. So, I'm going to put up about 300 on Joe Hayden. Um I've been seeing a lot of things saying is Joe Hayden on the Mount Rushmore of Browns players of all time? Like, what in the hell were they watching? No. He was all right at best. He was good, but he didn't play ever. He was always injured. Right. And that matters. That's why he... Oh god. I don't even don't need get to start. A no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh... Those two games right there, those are the, those are make or break games. Actually. I know I that haven't even sense.
0: announced that one yet. I it's got. It. I,
1: just, I didn't say
0: it. I Ravens at Browns, there. Week 16. Uh, that that might be for the the difference between a wild card and first place in the division right there. And I don't I don't want to be the team that has to play the Chargers or the Chiefs in the wild card game. Or, you know, that's it's going to be... The AFC is going to be tough. The AFC is really tough. It is, but...
1: The way we're... The way they're expecting us to play this year, and
0: I just hope we... Fulfill all that. Yeah, I think there's... I think there's a definite chance they could go 11-5, and five, which... Gosh.
1: That's decent in our division.
0: Yeah, I would be... It's a tough division. I would be ecstatic with 11-5. and five. I mean, I look at the schedule and think both Bengals, the Cardinals, the Bills, and the Dolphins have to be five wins. They have to be. They have to be. And then after that, you know, split, go two and two with the Ravens and Steelers. Then you're at seven and two. I mean, six and two. You know, I don't see them beating the Patriots in Foxborough. Six and three. I'd say we play good against them. Yeah, I just don't see them losing in Foxborough. Yeah, I know. But the only this I'm just saying, it'll they, be a good testament to Freddie's because it's a bye week. You get a bye week before you go to Foxborough. Freddie can game plan something. It's not it's not impossible. It's not something critical
1: that we really want. That if we really beat them, if we beat them there, it might not be a good thing for later. on. I know. I don't want to say it like that, but I you mean, don't you want, want to try to every, beat the Patriots twice, right? And yeah, they're not the Bengals. I hate saying that about the Bengals all the time, but
0: they're down. Here's the thing. if You already know if Sunday night they go to Foxborough, Browns win, or Browns lose on a last-second field goal or something. First things first, undisputed, first take, Colin Cowherd. Yeah, maybe not Cowherd. Yeah, all of them. The first take they're going to do is have the Browns taking the torch of the AFC. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it which is great and bad. Now you have expectations. Now your expectations are coming to fruition and you got to deal with them even more. And now you have the Patriots with a target on your back, which is not you don't want Bill Belichick to be gunning you down. But right. You um know. The other
1: uh, on the fun side of this. Yeah. I've seen something about Comparing Baker's shotgun <laughs> to Milwaukee's, base, the baseball player Yelich. Yelich, their best buds. They were comparing their who had the better shotgun. and By far, if you chew a hole in your can with your mouth. <laughs> He chewed it and
0: opened it in <laughs> it, the same motion. He didn't even take time. Yeah,
1: that's yes, some I'm serious. I'm, oh, I'm glad he didn't cut his lip or nothing like that. But good lord, that was. Yeah, I've never eaten shotgun like that before.
0: Cowherd called him a frat boy for that. No frat boy can do that. That's redneck. He was living that's up to the. Exp- shit, right there. He was right living up,
1: up to the, the moment right there. That's he was, Cleveland, right? There. Had a
0: Lindor jersey on. The Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu. His it girlfriend like- loved it. He looked like some 40 year old white trucker from Ohio. He just fits in. Wife now? It's his wife. Yeah, it's his wife now. My bad. Uh,
1: I didn't see Yelch's shotgun. He did one at the Milwaukee game in the playoffs.
0: The Bucks. He did, yeah, he did a uh, beer truck. This is a 16 ouncer. He shotgunned it? Yeah. In the, in the basketball stadium, yeah,
1: in the first row. That's awesome.
0: Yelich and Baker are best friends. Maybe maybe Yelich will come to Cleveland with Frankie Lindor and Jose. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something.
1: But okay. yeah, that I if you see that on, I think it's on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. But yeah, take your vote for Baker.
0: Oh, there's a poll out. Yeah, it was like the who did it better. Oh, it's not even close. No, Fighting a hole in your. Camp. No.
1: What? It was better do- than Rogers, though. Rogers looked like he was he looked like never an drinking beer grandpa. before. <laughs> I'm
0: sure, Danica Patrick was really proud of him.
1: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm done. I can probably chug a beer better with than my them. little crap. Now.
0: Well. No. Anything else you want to cover, Browns or Indians, or? Um.
1: Yeah, the Indians were a little disappointing last night. We just didn't get the sticks out. But
0: once Reyes we'll finds it, we just need Reyes to find his... Yeah, he's... That that pitcher had him all tied up last night. Yeah, they had a scouting report on him. Mm-hmm. Up and in. He's not up and gonna in, and he's swinging. He should
1: have been hitting it, but he wasn't. Um, that's about it. I'm
0: going to try this. <laughs> Jason
1: yeah thanks for carrying me all day Chandler because I wasn't ready for this but no problem you've been
0: carrying me and Beersby all week so uh, <laughs> well I guess we'll get back to vacationing and me kicking his ass in yards-y. Uh we had five so it's Yahtzee with giant die and you dice and you play you put them all in a bucket and dump them, and roll in them. Yard. we played three games yesterday and had five yardsies Insane, but anyway, yeah, I mean, you yeah, know. All right.